start? What are we talking about? G- Jimmy, oh, by the way, uh, Dave, you're recording, right? Yeah, I, I don't know where you want me to go with that, Dan. If you want to be more specific, it's obviously frustrating. You felt we're the better team. We didn't win. Boston B party. Boston B party. Boston B party. The guy's scared, okay? He's got, he's going to do what gets him to, gets him his, his, his presence trophy, number one seed, because it's safe. I'm like, you're picking for a pool of all these stud players. How can you fuck that up? The Boston Bruins are proud to select from Lulia, the Swedish Hockey League, Fabian Lysel. I have, I have a lock of his hair. Back to the Boston Bee Party. I'm David Rodriguez, joined, of course, by Tyler Scales and Justin Ventola. How are you doing, gentlemen? Dave, what's going on, brother? Good to doing see all right. you. Good to see you both as well. Uh, Jimmy can't join us tonight. He is either um, rowing a canoe somewhere in the harbor or on a date. I don't. I can't get his story straight anymore after he blew oh, us off last week. week. Um, Let's be real. He's getting uh, stood up on a date, dude. He's what? He's getting stood up by his date. Oh, is he? Nice. Yeah, probably. Oh, <laughs> well, he, you know, probably. if he's dating Mrs. McAvoy, then I can understand why. Yeah, I totally get it, man. You know, she listened to the podcast and was like, oh, man, he hates my jersey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, watch his uh, Twitter and Facebook. You'll probably throw a fit. <laughs> uh, it's, it's been a while since we've talked. Justin, we just chatted last week. We didn't record anything. Um Tyler, you've been pretty busy. We've all been rather busy yeah, uh, coming into the holidays, so fuck, it's going to get even busier. Bruins have played eight yeah. games in that stretch. Uh, going back to... Oh, crap, I just had that in front of me. Going back to Detroit on November 4th. Uh, they went 5-3 and three in that span. Um, they had a three-game winning streak mixed in there until losing the other night 4 to nothing to Calgary, which... We'll get into that, but that was just bad. Uh, we missed out talking about with Jimmy. Um, I wanted to talk to him about McAvoy becoming the second star. What, two weeks ago now? John Henry bought the Pittsburgh Penguins. What the fuck is up with that? Um, I just want to go straight to the after the Calgary game where the coach called out the first line basically for being stubborn. Um I think we've all been kind of saying this for years. At least I've been saying it at least about the power play, how it's they're just doing the same damn thing over and over. And I think it's about time the coach actually said something to them. Cassidy, I think, has uh, finally had enough of the uh, inmates running the Perfection asylum, maybe. Mind. Yeah. Uh, I'm, my name, of course, today is... First line needs Viagra, and I'm wondering if they have <laughs> if they have a pill for the erection line. I'm sure Felga's looking for one so that he can go back to calling him the erection <laughs> line, but uh, I think he does that more sarcastically. What did we think about Cassidy calling the calling out the top guys? You know, saying that it really hurt them that night. Tyler, good. That's good. They need to play every game because we're that's the only line line that we can really like look at to like have for, like point like going points going up for our team and um moving up in those standings because they are like the ones that we rely on to 
hopefully like make the playoffs and stuff and just to have them like not be around it. Cause a team like Calgary, that's not good. Yeah. Another takeaway from that game is you lost to Dan Vladar who don't get yes. me wrong. I'm glad they kept Swayman. If they were going to trade one of those two goaltenders, I, I think I've made it perfectly clear. I think spending the $5 million on uh, Linus Allmark was dumb as hell. But, um, shit. You know, Dan Vladar is undefeated right now in all of his games. Is he really? So I think giving him up was a major mistake. He's won four, and including one of them being a shutout against the Boston Bruins, his old team. Yeah, and hey, good for him. Um, I'm sure he wasn't expecting to be traded in this offseason, but he, I mean, yeah. he was definitely passed on on the depth chart by Swayman. And oh, apologies. He actually has two shutouts. Against, one, is against, one is against uh, Ottawa. So he has two shutouts in this season. So he's already doing better than Swayman. Um, he was also. So I think uh, Sweeney made a major mistake so far. With the goaltender, so yeah, not looking great. No, not at all. Well, I I, I think that he was shake, just adding on to what you guys just said about Vladar. Um, honestly, Dave, they didn't need to trade him. Quite honestly, again, and this is this speaks back to the, the boneheaded management that we have, uh, aka Don Sweeney, and Cam Neely. I mean, Vladar, I absolutely agree. I don't think his ceiling is nearly as high as Swayman. But again, the Bruins set themselves up to be one of the few NHL teams that can say they are spending like zero dollars on starting goaltending for the next season. You got Swayman, develop him, and so on and so forth. And then you got Flatar, who I think his ceiling really is just kind of like a reliable backup. But still, he's pinched two shutouts, as Tyler said. Uh, I don't, uh, I don't think Swayman has. He's come close, but I don't think he has. But like. Why couldn't have you have gone, gone into the year with that tandem? You know, why did you have to let anyone go? And why the hell did you have to sell, uh, sign freaking Allmark, who looks like he can't stop a freaking beach ball right now, guys? Yeah, he's had so one good game, and that was the other night. Yeah, and, I, and I'm just like, and now you're spending $5 million on this dude. Why? Why? You could have used that to actually sign a defenseman who can play in the top pair with McAvoy. Uh, hey, don't um, get me wrong. Derek Forbert's been doing his thing so far. He's 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 got like the he he had a rough, rough he had a rough start. He's starting to warm up a little bit, but yeah. uh, he's not top five in goals. But Justin, you know, he has the mo- you'll love the fact that um I just read tonight on NHL dot com uh what was it ninety eight five uh that Cassidy's mixing up the lines. He's putting Grizzly back up to the first line. Four boys going down to Carlo. And then Mike Riley's gonna fuck up Jacob Zaboro. Yeah, I mean, I mean, listen, it, your, that, your defense is still a mess. You know, just like that, the whole middle six has been an issue. The whole left side, of your defense, defense has been a mess. And I mean, Grizzik, talk about going MIA, and he's supposed to be like, you know, you're keeping him on because he's small. He's undersized, first of all. You guys know how I feel about that. No, no, please um, let us know. Oh, you know, I mean, like, yeah, yeah, seriously. So uh, and so his he's supposed to be Tory Krug's replacement, right? Dude, you provided zero offense, and I don't know how long. I don't know why uh, uh, Jimmy will go to the uh, you know defensive Grizzly, be like, oh yeah, well like you know I like Grizzly, uh, puts up some points and stuff, you know, like what does McAvoy really do? I'm like, what is Grizzly really doing? So you know you have that. Why is the Boro doing more than him? 
Yeah, and, and honestly, he's probably looked the best out of like that whole group on that left side. I got to be honest with you. I, I think, um, you know, Riley. He's been. Oh wait, he got paid. You know, you see, you see him kind of like fall off the map here. He even sat for a couple of games. And again, Forbert, he's a fine third pairing guy. But the minute you have him play more minutes, he's just not great at all. I think he's made some extremely soft plays around the uh, around the net, which is what you need guys to do. Uh, that's what your defense has been lacking. Um, and he's gotten three goals, which is, to me, incredible. Just because, like, you know, <laughs> that's, like, more, I think, than he's gotten in his entire career before this. So, I mean, like, I don't know what's going on, but, like, that's just random as hell. So, I don't know. That's a whole thing. Yeah, and imagine if they send, like, a, a star defenseman for this team. Like, imagine Absolutely. how he would be with, like, McAvoy. Well, well Tyler, like, you know. That's what we needed. And honestly, Tyler, one uh, one name that comes off the top of my head, he's not a he's not a huge huge name, but like I think he would have been great in our top four as that shutdown guy, Brendan Dillon, from the Washington Capitals. Absolutely, six yep, foot four. He's like two hundred something odd pounds. Left shot. He can play in the top four. He can play those big minutes. And he went for what? What a second round pick? Third round pick? Kills penalties too, right? Yeah, kills penalties. I'm like he's much better than four, but like and what? Just sorry, guys. No, don't be sorry. No, it's all good. It's all good. My my, my blood pressure is getting too high. I, I gotta I gotta I gotta hold on a sec. I gotta take my meds. Take your meds. Of course, yeah. Down take, east. Take those meds. <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, I I didn't get to watch yeah, all of good. the game. I haven't been able to watch all of any of the games recently. Um, and when I have, it's usually with the sound down. But their power play looked like garbage the other night. They gave up, what, a 2-1-0 shorthanded goal? Oh, my God. You know, I, I know, yeah, I know I'm probably the bigger goalie game. defender, but they were leaving. They left Swayman out to dry on that one. Uh, and there was a couple other times where the team just looked slow and late coming back. And yeah. that's probably because the Bruins were, they left the old uh, guys on the ice the, too long. Yeah. What's that, the Bruins were 0-3 in that power play. And, and you know what? And, and speaking of which, and Todd, I think you may have just converted it. But on one of those power plays where they really left Swayman out to dry, right? Was that play by um, what's his name? Mampanya. Mangiapani. Yeah, Mangiapani. Who had uh, who's who's like what thirteen out of his fourteen goals they announced before the game were on the road, and so he comes in. All right, Swayman makes two big saves, and you know just like I alluded to with like clearing guys out in front of the net, you had two or three Bruins just sitting there looking at it like. Where's the puck? <sighs> oh, it's in the net. Oh. You know what I mean? It was just like, what a lazy, lazy play. And I'm just like looking at that, and I'm starting to question right honestly now, guys. And Dave, you were asking about uh, uh, Bruce Cassie like ringing out the first line. I, I, They may be starting to tune out Cassie. And it happens. It happens with coaches. He's been a coach here now for like what? Six, five, seven years five and now? Five and a half years. Five and a half years. I mean, you know, coaches, you see it all the time. They, Unless you're like, you know, John Cooper, lucky enough to have like a dynasty of a team. You know, well, like, A team coach, that coaches itself. Yeah, or Joe Quenville, like, right? And like, I mean, um, it's just. Steve Kerr, I think his name the, is. Yeah, the voice gets old, you know? The voice gets old. And so I, I think he's starting to approach his limit here. Maybe that's a sign. I, speculation, of course, but. Yeah, I, I hadn't really thought of it like that, yeah. but I mean, I I just think it's for Cassidy's part, it's too little, too late. This stuff should have been happening already. Like 
it's it's been the same shit for two or three years with that power play. Like, yeah, they get really hot and they're they're one of the better power play units in the league. But once teams are like, oh yeah, wait a second, they went to Pasternak over here last time. Let's hit let's hit Bergeron in the buffer. You know, okay, now they're gonna look for Marshawn up over here. And last year it was Krejci over there. You know, it's just too old. It, uh, they get so predictable, and, gets... and then they just don't yeah. adjust. It's like they don't know in game how to try something different. And they should being, you know, Cassidy's words, elite players. Yeah. But it seems like yeah. his uh, sphincters really tightened up over these years. I gotta be honest. Talk about going to Claude Julian ways. Playing your veterans mostly, not really trusting young guys. Um, that's what I quite honestly know. It's kind of like a reversion of Cassidy. Um, he's uh, unwillingness to break up like a unit that, you know, like that. Because you're right, Dave. Teams know know that unit at this point. They know what to do against it. Yeah, I've been calling for you to switch up that uh, top power play unit for at least two seasons. You know, I don't think I did our first season, Tyler. I will say that. But I I feel like since the other guys joined the show, I've been beating that drum. And I, I think it needs to happen. Forget about the – I mean, your defensive pairings, your defensive pairings. McAvoy didn't play good the other night. Uh, if Jimmy was here, he would – definitely have the rights to shit on him for that but nobody really played well that night yeah all right um yeah i mean there was a couple not so good games in there i mean the night uh saturday night boston was in philly and they beat philadelphia five to two it was a string of games where they won three straight games at five to two it's kind of creepy. I, I played the lottery numbers that night, but 5 and 2 did not come up, so that kind of sucks. Um, let's see. Before that, the Bruins had, what, 5 days off? I think that the schedule at least is, we're going to see some hockey now, guys, at least. You're not going to have a big break for the Bruins until February. Um I don't understand why they condensed the league like, the schedule for the Bruins like that at the back end when they clearly could have thrown in an extra two or three games up front. Uh, is uh, is this going to be completely detrimental to this team at the end of the season, Tyler? Most likely. I mean, <laughs> they got to do better. They just got to do better in everything. I mean, I think in April there's like 18 games and – 22 nights or something like that. Hold on. Oh, man, yeah. It, They're going to get... Might, that that number's not right, but it's some sort of stupid percentage like that. You know, you got... Honestly, I think, like, that with the schedule, that could be an issue with how we're playing because most games are just, like, so, like, out of reach with each other. Like, the Montreal-Philadelphia break was not great for them. And then all of a sudden, like, you're away in Philly, go right back home to play Calgary... Just get absolutely swept. Not good. But hopefully they can learn from this game and just switch around for the next Buffalo game that's be coming that, that away. Justin, what do you think? You think they're going to be completely fucked at the end of the year after all, putting all these games together? They got 15 games in 30 days in in April, and it's going to be uh, yeah. Let's see. You get Tampa in there. You get Pittsburgh, the Rangers, who have been playing pretty well. At the end of the season, you get back to back against them Saturday, 
Saturday, Sunday. You know, it, it doesn't really bode well for such an old team heading in, an older team, I should say, heading into the playoffs. What do you think there, Justin? I totally agree with you, Dave, and this is the issue I've been saying that's wrong with this, the core of this team for years. It's that, you know, Bergeron's way past his prime now. Um, that's, that's a grueling enough schedule on a young player to have to go through, but the point is, too, is where it is in the season, right? Like, that, that final two months of the season, that's like playoff push time, right? And for the Bruins, who quite honestly are a mediocre team, and they're not going to, like, rack up a ton of wins, like, earlier on before this, uh, the long break, they're going to be competing with several other teams on the bubble. If they want to make a playoff push, they're going to have to, like, really grind it out. And I think especially when you have older guys, once the playoffs start up and then you're playing every other night, it's just as grueling as the schedule, you're going to wind into trouble. I mean, obviously with the older guys, as we saw from the whole break with coronavirus, um, that a really long break can also be really bad because, you know, maybe they need more time to get into it, so on and so forth. But I also believe that especially with, like, these older guys, like – a grueling schedule like that, especially transition to the playoffs with more heavy play and uh, the same really tight schedule, that's not going to bode well for this team. And I don't think they're going to rack it up, uh, uh, rack up a good enough record before the break where they can really say during that time, "Okay, guys, we can kind of like you know put the you know put our foot on the brakes a little bit and go easy these next few games." I don't think they're that good. I think the division has gotten better, and I think they're going to need to push hard and grind hard during the second half of that season, which means probably lackluster playoff performance. Also, I'm going to add in I agree. the two weeks of uh, Olympic play. I mean, what's the minimum games a, uh, a guy is going to go over there and play? What is it, two or three? The minimum you play when you go to the Olympics? And then you got a two-week period there that you're not with your team. I mean, yeah, if you're out in the first round, you probably go back and you start skating around with your team. But you guys aren't practicing, practicing, right? Yep. There's rules yep. on how much practice you can do at that point. I don't know exactly what they are, but I'm sure it's kind of kind of similar to the bye week where you can only get together uh, towards the end of it. So, and then you get a guy like Bergeron if he's on Team Canada, he's not going to say no unless he's like, uh, unless you rip his arm off, right? Pretty yep. much, because he's that's just going to go for is. it. And so that's an extra. Canada is always good for two possibly into the medal round. I don't know how, I forget, four rounds is it in the Olympics? So, I mean, you're going to add in all those extra games. The travel, it's over in China, right? It's in Beijing this year. Mm-hmm. Or next That's year. Yeah, wow. So you're going to add in that extra travel for older guys like this. I mean, they they need to be pulling points out now. Well, teams were still trying to get their footing, and they, they're haven't been able to do it a because of the schedule but also be the way this team has been constructed and playing um yeah you know i mean we've been beating that drum for a little while about justin's really been beating that drum about sweeney uh you know i mentioned my power play tyler what's the one thing you think that this team really needs to improve on in the next couple of weeks to have a real shot at even thinking about the playoffs later on down the line. Definitely the five on four with the power play and the shorthanded like penalty, even like penalty kill, like the man advantages, like you are, or you were so good at that. Like back like two years ago, back in 2020, you were always scoring goals there. Definitely. We're going like one and one every, at least every game for the power play. Like the past, let's try some new stuff. 
try like switching like for like Charlie Coyle to go with like with even like Marshan and Pasternak. That could honestly work because he's been really good, and I think he could like really, like um really produce well and pr- provide something unexpected for the for the uh, shorthanded if he ever gets done like that, that first line. So I have liked how Coyle's been playing, and I think he'd be good if he played on the first line and maybe drop Bergeron down. Make those bold moves. Yeah, I mean somebody definitely needs to get moved off that first line because it's it's doesn't always work. Getting old. As good as as good as that team is as those three are together, uh, it's just yes, they're getting old, but also you have those yeah. guys together for all their regular shifts plus all their power play shifts. The the yeah, and the, opposing not, the team, team can read them very well them to figure out their tendencies. Yeah. And the teams can read them very well, and even on the power play, like they just see that first line as like the the best. That's where like you got to play your whole shit. You got to put all your effort into that one shift against that first line. Just put the pressure on them. Justin, same same question to you. What's the thing you need? You think that the Bruins need to improve on most in the next couple of weeks to start giving themselves a, shan- a chance? Honestly, I, I I agree a lot with what you guys just uh, just mentioned about the first line. I think, um, and Corey, honestly, there's not much you can do with this team. I, I'm gonna be like perfectly honest. It's like there was just not not much you can do at this point. I mean, you have too many like some of these vendors like Felino and stuff like that. Like you know, where he's like an older guy, kind of like kind of definitely a voice in the locker room. You start you can't sit necessarily sit guys like him. Not to mention like you know management's thinking, hey, I just signed all these guys to big money. You're gonna sit them. So there's not much you can really do. Um, Pasternak hasn't been right. I don't put a whole lot on him, given his, you know, what happened in the offseason. Like, I, I couldn't imagine ever going through that. So, but, you know, if, if he's not going, then, you know, switch him out somewhere. Like, you know what I mean? He's definitely not going to break up. He likes duos. Cassie's a big guy, uh, big on duos. So I don't think he's going to switch up uh, Bergeron and Marshan. That's going to still be a thing. Um but I, you know, get rotate someone else in there. I, if it was me, I would be dipping down in Providence right now. You know, y- your prospect system sucks. Well, why don't we at least see like which ones suck the least, right? Like Steen, you know, what I mean, we'll, we'll like see if okay. anybody who sucks down there sucks a little bit less than who's up here right now. Yeah, you know exactly. You know, like yeah. sit DeBrus down because again, we're seeing what DeBrusque is—an inconsistent non-factor who shows up every now and then. I don't know. Um, I I feel like I've seen him be a little bit more consistent this year. From again, I haven't seen every minute of every game, but I feel like I've seen him more consistent this year than definitely last year, which really isn't saying much. That's like saying um, I'm a half an inch taller than I was when I was, you know, ten years ago. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Ter- terrible analogy there, but you you guys know how stupid I can be. Um, it's just. The scoring's not there with him right now. I, I think he did have like a three-game point streak, and I think it was all uh, maybe two assists and a goal. Uh, I'm gonna go back and look at that as you guys are talking about that. But I, I don't think he's the major issue right now. Craig Smith needs to get sat down. I know he was injured, and they did sit for a little bit, but he's just not been good. He's another guy who he, actually he can't he got paid to come here. So um, yeah. And well, he is, did get as a, a bit of a shoulder injury happened to him, like. Like during the playoffs, I heard about that, but that could be where he's like his big issue has been. But yeah, he started off very bad this year. Like he can't 
Tyler Taylor, Taylor Hall, where the, where the hell has he been? I saw him make a diving play to knock a puck out of the zone last uh, in the last game, but that's really all I've seen of him lately. Contract City, Dave. He got he got paid, and now he's like, all right, I'm I'm good now. Yep. I, I I have I've been utterly disappointed in him, and and this is exactly what I was worried about when we first got him. Everyone's like, oh my god, Taylor Hall. Like and like, I'm just like, well, listen. No, he doesn't have a great track record, right? He only has one MVP season, and for a guy like that, he should be—I don't know—just a lot, a lot, playing a lot better than he has. I mean, look at what he did with Buffalo. He was—he popped last season, great, but so far this year, he's been sucky. And uh, quite honestly, I haven't been overly through with Coyle, and I agree about Smith, uh, Felino. I haven't been even really like that impressed with, but this is—you know—I have not liked how Felino's been playing. I like that he's on the team, but he's done nothing for us so far. He, he's really not. He's really not. He, well, he's like a free, he's he, like a David Backus signing. I would have loved David Backus and Nick Felino five years ago before we got them. At that age, I would have loved them, but now. Yeah, now they're just they, they can't do anything. Like they just are just there. Now, now that this they're just there for veteran presence, and I did go back and I looked. Yeah. Debrusk had two assists in Philly and a goal in Montreal. Uh, no, excuse me. Two assists in Philly, an assist in Philly, and a goal in New Jersey. So he did have a little bit of a three-game point streak in the last, you know, six months worth of hockey, based on their schedule. Um, and then going to Coyle, who's got five goals on the year and four assists. He had the two goals against Montreal. He had an assist in Philly, but yeah, I can I get what you're saying, Justin, about him not being super consistent. He's, he's the biggest tease, Dave, I think. Because, like, you like him because he's got the size. He's got the puck possession ability. He's got the skating ability. He's, like, all you want in, like, a, like a top six sentiment. Or just a sentiment in general. But, like, God, he's so damn inconsistent. There were nights where he dominates play, and there were nights he just doesn't. And he's not a high-level playmaker like a guy like Krejci used to be. So it's like... Uh, you just want him to reach that next level, but he's not going to break through. Yeah, he's so. just not been doing enough. Yeah, for the yep. most part, he can protect the puck pretty well. He's it's, Charlie Coyle sometimes is like uh, if you went into a strip club with a whole bunch of ones and they only ex- uh, only accepted Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, yes, I'm going to get it. Nope, I'm not. So that's the teasing feeling I get. Uh feel like, I mean, as much as we could say bad things about the first line, uh, Marshawn has been pretty on point on the season. Eight goals, 12 assists so far. Yeah, I just wish his other alignments were going to do something else. Yeah, Bergie is... They haven't been catching up with how good he's been. I I definitely would have to think that, you know, I know Jimmy was kind of crass a couple weeks ago saying that he would renege because Pasta was out having a drink or something. Uh, about that whole giving him some slack over what he went over, uh, you know, losing his child. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I could see something like that weighing on a guy like him, and you know, outwardly he looks like he he's in a good in a good place, but God knows what's going on in yeah. his head. True. Um, you know, no sick. Yeah, but maybe. Yeah, I mean, it, that could be the issue with the first line. It could be with like their. Bergeron with his age and where he is at right now. Rumors that he's like 
gonna quit the team after this year. Yeah, he's gonna go and play for Quebec. I heard. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) with the Nordiques. I I did hear that I did hear that rumor and you guys had mentioned something about that before we started recording right about uh, Quebec and possibly somebody looking to get a team up there and uh, yes I I I had heard that yeah listen Quebec comes back next year and Patrice Bergeron leaves the Bruins to go play for them I could see that he's from the area (laughs) (laughs) like total conspiracy theory. All right, so Bruins, uh, they are playing Buffalo tomorrow night or tonight, maybe if you're listening, depending on when I when I put this up. But we're recording on Tuesday, so Buffalo's playing on Wednesday night. Thursday yep. is Thanksgiving, and of course, there's the traditional one o'clock or Friday uh, after Thanksgiving uh, hockey game. They'll be playing the Rangers. Um, Buffalo, I mean, I they beat them up pretty bad the last time they played them up in Buffalo. The Rangers gave us some trouble in the preseason and have been fairly decent so far this year, I, I believe, at, uh, where are they? Yeah, they are third in the Met with 25 points, 11 wins, four losses, three overtime losses. So Rangers are, uh, you know, young team. They got some good talent over there. Tyler, any thoughts yeah. on the next two games coming up, Buffalo or, or the Rangers? I think the Buffalo game will be pretty good for us, like, to get back on our shoes. We always play good against, good against Buffalo. And, well, I think the, t- that's tough, but the next next uh, Buffalo game will be tougher for us. I do think we'll have a chance. Like, we've every time we've played against Buffalo, we've always just beaten them pretty good. I'm, I'm confident we can we can beat this team. What do you As think for the Rangers, the Rangers this year? I don't think we're going to win that game. I think there's just be like the Calgary game before, and we're just going to just slump severely and just kind of just choke the game away as before because the Rangers are a tougher team now. They got a lot more tougher players. Um, they had a pretty good offseason. And they have, they have a promising future with a bunch of those young talent who are starting to build up like Mac, or McAvoy is now with this, with this level of skill. Not as good as like other rookies, like Alexis Lafreniere. That's a guy who's been very disappointing for that team, and oh, maybe it's some maybe it's with time he'll he'll change. Old friend Jared Tenorti's over there too. We better look out. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Justin, what do you uh, too. what do you think about the next couple of games, Buffalo and the Rangers? I mean, I, uh, honestly, Dave. Um... Gosh, so I, I think the Buffalo Sabres, um, I definitely think that's going to be a, like an easy game. If the Bruins have had Buffalo's number for for like you know a, quite a string here, I'd like to know how many times uh, you know we've we've uh, mopped the floor with them over the past few years. Um, so I, I'm not so much about Buffalo because Buffalo is Buffalo. Uh, but with that being said, New York Rangers do scare me a little bit. Um, and actually, to Tyler's point, um, there's two. I saw a stat the other day on um, NHL.com, and it was talking about uh, Capo Caco and another pick that they had. It was like a, it was either the first or second overall. I can't remember who it was, but both those guys have been honestly non-factors for them. So I think the whole thing was about like how those guys are 
you know aren't really panning out as much as they thought could be on trade or could be potential uh trade value targets whatever um so that was interesting so i totally hear you tyler with that one um yeah i had, I had read this- something quick about like what happened to capo caco and i was actually because we were talking about the rangers i was just looking at his stats and i mean he started to heat up a little over the last four games he's got three goals and Two assists in that time time period. It's actually his only points on the season in those last couple of games. So uh, maybe he read that article too, Justin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he must have, Dave. Because like, yeah, he just hasn't been. Uh, well, you know, obviously, if he's if any top five pick, you, know, you, you want to pan out, right? Because that's a huge thing. Right. Um, look at Philadelphia; they just got screwed with Nolan Patrick. I mean, God. Um, but anyways. Uh, outside of that, though, the Rangers, up-and-coming, young, talented, fast team. And quite honestly, they've been giving the Bruins quite a bit of trouble. Uh, they're trying to get a little meaner with Ryan Reeves. Um, I love Adam Fox. I think he's uh, one of those next big defensemen. Oh, yeah, Adam Fox. Yeah, he's, been, he's, he's really good. He is really, really good. He and, I think, Owen Powers, who was drafted by Buffalo, I think those two guys are going to be your next – like the next generation of just elite defensemen. Um, in, 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 like Owen Powers, like the way he plays, the way he looks, he's Victor Hedman, 2.0. Um, so Buffalo's got something great in Owen Powers. So, uh, but anyways, like, so Rangers, honestly, uh, speedier teams, the Bruins don't look like a fast team. And quite honestly, the Rangers are a fast team. They've got a little meaner. I, I, and you guys fast. didn't even mention Chris Kreider or uh, Atene Panarin. Yep, yeah. and those two guys. Kreider, Thank you, Dave. Kreider's 13 goals already this year. Panarin, 15 assists, four goals for himself. Um, yep. You know, they've been getting some decent goaltending, too, uh, between Shestakirk and uh, Gorgiev. Uh, actually, Gorgiev, I mean, Gorgiev's 2-1-1 one, one with a 4.08, but... Uh, 9-3-2 and two with a 233 uh, goals against average for Shestakirk. Definitely got a uh, – that team is, seems to be rounding out as it gets a little bit older, as it starts growing into itself, where, you know, the Bruins are just shitting themselves. Well, again, it's, it comes down to, Dave, and, and like, I, I won't hop on too much, but it comes down to, again, they're just not, they're not a healthy, healthy organization. Right, yeah, I, I think you, you or Tyler, you guys just just mentioned it like 20 minutes ago, in which you said, "Oh, like yeah, Nick Foligno is another uh, veteran presence. We don't need more veteran presence. We need younger, skilled talent who's going to be like you know, with the Patriots organization. That's what made him so successful outside of Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. Yes, was, exactly. You see, Nick Nick yeah. Jones, amazing. Oh, the, the next guy up. The next guy yeah. up, and the pay, and uh, excuse me, not the pages. The Bruins don't have that next guy up. They've drafted so bad, and it's just and like the, a team like the Rangers, young, young, developing, growing. They're exciting to watch. A team like the Bruins, I'm watching a bunch of stiffs out there. The team hasn't really yeah, changed much. I, I think we have the worst future ahead of us. Yep, for like any Tyler. team in the East. I, I think we have the worst future. And We're I know be, like, over the last Buffalo couple of years, last year. Um, on the athletic, they do the the uh, they rank the AHL teams, the AHL, the farm systems for every NHL team, and the Bruins were like 
thirtieth, twenty ninth over the last couple of years. So, you know, they nowhere to go. They need to go up, and they they can't because they're terrible. And you got fucking Chris Wagner playing down there right now because <laughs> I don't know why it's not. not I guess. Oh my God! The dead money that they're spending in John Moore, Chris Wagner, all all these oh guys to do John what? Moore. Don't get me started on him. Oh, Please all, don't. All, all this money on guys to do what? Allmark, like how much money between Wagner, <laughs> Allmark, and um, uh, what's his face that we were just talking about? Jesus Christ, John Moore. How, how much money do you have tied up in those stiffs to literally not even play and be good enough on your NHL team? Right. How much money? Unbelievable! I, like, like how Sweeney hasn't been canned is just beyond me. Beyond me. Oh man! Well, that's because he recently made the Stanley Cup Finals. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's true, Tyler. That's right. You know, you know, they, you know, they, they scrape there and they lose in the Stanley Cup Finals. But hey, you know what? Let's keep them. Why the fuck not? Let's see. Let's see if I can. I'm going to at uh, Bruins Cap Space on Twitter here. Let's see what I got for you. Uh, demoted to the AHL, Chris Wagner, 225k. John Moore, uh, looks like he's on his final season at 2.75 million dollars. And who else were we looking at down there? Um, oh my God, Jesus, this, we're bad guys. Oh my God, John Moore, Chris Wagner. Oh, I mean. He's not down there, but I said Allmark, and he's, I think, oh, $5 million. Yeah, right, Allmark making his $5 million a year. So, it's, you know, yeah. the, the only good contract there is Wagner. Am <laughs> <laughs> oh, <him>, right? <laughs> yeah, he, he's not much, but I mean. Because if, hey, he, if he's making two hundred twenty-five k in the AHL, he's not making more than, what, one, one and a quarter mil up here? No. Let's see if yeah. I can look that up to be a little bit more accurate with it. But well, hey, Dave, what are you on there? Uh, what's Forbert's contract? It's three years, uh, like six million or three, something. Six, three million a year. Oh wow, that was much higher. Okay, so so Still you, not good. So what? This adds all up all up to like nine million per year. That money could have been spent on saying I don't know, signing an actual top four defenseman, and I don't know, maybe Brandon Saad. Who last I checked had seven goals and one assist. Oh, and guys like um, let me see. But how old is that? Are we just are we just finding Josh, a guy who's Josh working Anderson, out better with this Ilya team? Kovalchuk. Well, 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 no. It's it, sorry, sorry. Just could you could put um, uh, Brandon dude. No, he's twenty nine years old. Okay, I he was, was that, just asking. Didn't yes. want to raise your blood pressure. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I know. I know. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, Tyler, please. Ilya Kovalchuk and stuff you were talking about. Yeah, please. Yeah. Yeah, we should definitely sign those kind of guys. Like they, like in the peak of their career, when they they just get noticeable. We should sign these guys and give them a contract. I bet they would love to play for guys with like Pop Marshan and Pasternak and a good leader like Bergeron. They would love to play with a guy like him. And as we've been like to the Stanley Cup Finals recently, and a team that's like hungry to get there again and get revenge for what happened, like they would, you would want to play with a team like that. Yeah, unfor- honestly, unfortunately, like, though, when all those guys that we mentioned were in the prime of their career, the Bruins were up against it with a cap, too, because yeah. because of piss-poor management. 
Hey, you know what? I think this all just shows that the Bruins are becoming the Florida State of uh, NHL, right? And I don't mean Florida State, the football team. I mean Florida, the actual state. That's where all <laughs> that's where all the old, like, out of their primes, like, on the downhill, like, veteran guys go. If they still want to play hockey, but no other team wants them because they know they suck, they just come to the Bruins. Hey, we'll sign you for, like, $3 million here, $4 million there, $2 million there. Yeah, it's like when the Red Sox signed Jose Canseco. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking... Dude was way past his prime, and he couldn't do the drugs anymore because they had already called him on it. Wow. Oh, man. I bet they'll sign up Andrew Kane when he gets released from the Sharks. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, they probably will. Well, there was a good I wouldn't be surprised. Was, they they do that, Vander, so uh, We just have to pay back his buckies. <laughs> yeah. And pay for his therapist because he did Tyler, you would one. That guy's it. messed up. Tyler would absolutely hate it if they signed Advanta Kane. I would hate it a lot. I probably, I probably wouldn't even. I probably wouldn't even support Boston. I'd just go into the Buffalo Bee Party. Dude, <laughs> 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 I'm going to Seattle before I go Buffalo, man. True. Maybe the Vegas. Golden I'll jump party. on the early bandwagon of the franchise team. Other than that, fucking dumpster fire. Oh man, they suck though. I got to be honest. Seattle Kraken. Wow. They are not good right wow. now. Wow. They're. I'm not surprised. They. They were supposed to be. They were supposed to be what Vegas was supposed to be in 2018. But no, no, no. The rest of the league learned how not to fuck that up again. <laughs> they, yep. They watched Vegas go march their way right up to the Stanley Cup, and then they've been perennial playoff contender since. And they were like, nope. We are not doing that yeah, again. We, we needed to bring in a shit team. Seattle. Now we did it. We succeeded with Seattle. Buffalo, meet Good. your new red stepchild, Seattle. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, so Bruins are going to play, we said, Wednesday, Friday, and then they play again on uh, Sunday versus Vancouver. Uh, what do we know about Vancouver this year? Tyler, anything? I, I've heard they've been very bad recently. Let me check the record real quick. Oh, I think they're Halak, not that good. Halak's playing there. He's 0-3-1, 279 with a 9 Oh, yeah, he's, he's been percentage. very bad with Vancouver. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're 6-11 and 11 in the record. They aren't as good as they used to be, obviously. Okay. Although Halak has a better record than Demko with uh, save percentage and goals against. He's doing better there, but... But not in the win-loss, yeah. which, which is what really... Not counts. in the win-loss record, though. It's least, probably his team, and it's just been it's just straight garbage. At least that goaltender's are fighting to see who sucks better. Who sucks more, excuse me. Five and three, four and three? Come on, you guys can do it. True. I can't believe Sweeney messed up that goaltending. It was so good. How can you good not believe before. it? Have you not been paying attention for five years? Hey, it was better than most teams. If you, if I'm gonna be honest, like Rask and Halak, they they both got the uh, William M. Jennings, the Vezina or something. No, I, I get that, but to say that, season. how could Sweeney? How could you not believe that Sweeney would fuck that up? Like, I, I'm just gonna jump on Justin's uh, I mean, train I, I, I here. I, 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 you're right. I shouldn't be surprised. But... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, he, he just piss at. He just they can't assess talent. They can't make good decisions. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. They just have half a brain up there, or, or, or I don't know, or maybe Charlie Jacobs like promised them like, 
uh, I would dig some amounts of money for the uh, for the end of time for a reason. I don't know, but they just, just uh, they just suck. Yeah, they and suck. I totally hear you guys. They just I don't know what's going on, but the fuck up that goaltending that bad. Just what the hell's going on over there? Like, I, I, how I do you like, mess that up that bad? I feel like Sweeney's problem, and Justin, I think I mentioned this to you when we were chatting last week. I think Sweeney's problem is he's too much of a player's GM. Being a yeah. player, he wants to see these guys make their money when they can make it, which I get it. They should make their money when they make it, but he doesn't have he doesn't have the right scouting system around him, or he's not listening oh, to no, the he right doesn't. scouts. And he's like, yeah, yeah, we'll give this guy, we'll give this guy who played up in Buffalo. They were a terrible team. Of course, we can make him better. Give him five million. No, don't give him five million, you fucking jackass. Give him two million, and then make him work towards the five million, donkey. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, yeah, I, 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 I agree with you, Dave. But I also, I also think too, just to add to to that great point, actually, is that um, I almost feel like. They're trying to build what the Bruins used to be in 2011 rather than, like, moving forward with how the league and how other teams are building and everything else like that. Um, and I feel like they're so stuck on that, so stuck on that model, on, on veterans, everything else like that, the hometown guys. Like, it's just like, you know, it's it, why don't we get a GM and, and some scouts in here who not only can assess talent but who aren't attached to these guys? Who are okay with like trading them away or like you know let, let, like letting them go so on and so forth moving on because it's just it, it's it's unreal again the fact that like Duke Rask who's seems quite fine and happy playing golf is gonna come back could come back and play for like a minimum amount of money and be a starting goaltender is just like like really wants me to like I want to put my head through my TV I really do you know what I mean and like get sent to the hospital and I, I God it's just to the ER <laughs> yeah yeah I did, didn't have to deal with with look, watching that I'm like why you know why and maybe that's maybe that's a huge part of the issue Dave maybe that is I don't know but he's got to go because he's killing this organization and not just like in the now for years to come. Well, don't forget also at the end of last season, they came out, uh, whether it was Sweeney or Neely, came out and said, yeah, we talked to the guys and they want to get the band back together, so we're going to get the band back together. Um, that's not really supposed to be their decision. That's supposed to be the GM and the president of hockey operations' decision on what direction you want to go. Like, yeah, I know you, I know that you guys want to win a Stanley Cup, but you gotta build something for the future so that we don't end up like fucking Buffalo for the next twenty years. Can we get Bill Belichick in here to coach? I, I don't God, know if I he knows so. anything He's about so hockey, good. but I know he knows a lot about lacrosse, and he knows when to let a guy go a year too early as opposed to two two or three years too late. And he's not gonna give a guy mon- stupid money, uh, Juano Smith aside, um, to come in and shit the bed all the time. Well, you know, and honestly, Dave, like, like I even, I would even give it, like, like, like Tom Brady, like, like if you had the greatest of all time, Bernard Marshall, they just won, won you, like, you know, three Stanley Cups within, like, you know, six or seven years, and they were still playing. I mean, I know Marshall kind of is, but if if Bergeron was like, you know, playing like still Sidney, like Sidney Crosby, like his level and everything else like that, like then like you could have a little bit more, 
like just uh, justification for him being like, oh yeah, yeah, they kind of want to bring things back together. They want to bring the band back together, whatever. But at the same time, you're sucking bringing the band back together. First of all, because like, okay, you got your lead singer and guitarist, but the keyboards and the drummer have no idea what the fuck they're doing. And um, not to mention, I'm sorry, but those guys aren't on the level of like a Sidney Crosby, Colin McDavid, Jonathan Tate. That's not that skilled, and they still and then they aren't. Um, again, Marshan probably that that's he's he's still elite. He's awesome, but you know, so it's just like don't listen to the players. If that's what they want, great. Tell them they could do it elsewhere. Move on. Right. I agree, Tyler. Yeah, like it's just if you, I don't want to be like Buffalo in like the next twenty years. That'd be terrible. Like the Bruins are like a, just a successful franchise, and they have been like for so many years. They they haven't really like gone like down and like terribly so to see that happen would be very embarrassing for us and yeah we don't we don't also don't want to be waiting like 20 years to win a stanley cup like at yeah, least well, in our life we, we want to see we him waited win what time. 39 years between our last two stanley cups so i mean this is just the beginning brother you, they can't figure out how to draft and put this team together properly and keep up with what's going on and not try to be the big bad bruins of the 70s which yeah, they were the big bad Bruins, but that was the 70s. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, exactly. The game's gotten much faster now. You can't just be a bunch of fucking goons. Well, it, uh, it, speaking of team team comparison, guys, I think even more so than Buffalo, what I don't want them to be is the Detroit Red Wings team of the past, like, 12 years since they won a cup, which is that, like, they're just good enough that every single year they may squeeze into the playoff and you get a few rounds, uh, you get a few games in the first round, then you get bounced and that's it. I don't want them to be that. And now Detroit sucks. They uh, have some good young players, but they waited too long to do like a full rebuild. And now that they, they, how long is it going to be until they're like relevant again? Who the hell knows? So, and that's what the Bruins yeah. are turning into. You know who else has been really bad since like a, Bad Stanley Cup loss, Vancouver. Yep. And they, they suck now. There's a, there's, a, there's a town that hasn't recovered yet. <laughs> yeah. We said we had the same fit as them, so we can't good we call, can't Tyler. shit talk. Yeah, we, we're 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 going to the same thing. Looks like now with Bergeron possibly going somewhere else, Marshan getting a bit older. Yeah, we got it. We got to get younger players. Well, speaking That's of Marshawn like the... getting a little older, how many? Realistically, Tyler, how many years do you think Marshawn's going to be able to play at this level? Honestly, um, I would say eight. Eight more years. How old is yeah. he? Thirty-two. Thirty-three. Thirty-three. You think he's going to play eight more years till he's forty-one at this high of a level? I love your I mean, optimism. Sure. I. I completely disagree with it but i love it <laughs> i mean hey it's possible i mean you see joe thornton to daniel jar they're playing them like 44 years old somehow yeah but they're not playing at the same level they were playing when they were 33 that's true all right you got a good point you know <laughs> you, you gotta figure mashan's got three or four like elite years left before he starts the bergeron dip no Nope. I, I, I honestly, guys, like, like I can tell uh, I, it, I would love it if you're right. I hope you are. But Marshan, year, two max. 
That's it. He, I mean, he, he's also a smaller yeah. guy. He's going to take more of a beating. He is a smaller guy. He is. Yeah. He takes a beating, and the way he plays, which is pretty much like full throttle, um, that's just the way he and Bergeron play. Um, yeah, no, he's he's got another year. Two, two is like really optimistic. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I was thinking more like three before you started to see that little dip, but uh, eight, Tyler, I hope I'm I'm. I'm gonna say my fucking fingers crossed, man. Yeah, fingers crossed. That'd be awesome. <laughs> uh, and we don't have any. Who, who's the Justin? Who's the young guy you're most excited to see right now? Um, quite honestly, they're all playing. But I mean, I guess the most recent rookie, Swayman. He's yeah. a goaltender. I mean, that that's about it. Outside of that, I mean, I'm I'm like I'm not pissing my pants over anyone here. So I is. Yeah, Tyler, is there anyone other than Swayman who hasn't been playing for Remember, the last three or four years? Well, on this team currently, I would have to say Swayman. There's really no one else. But there's a guy named Fabian Lysel coming. Hopefully he's good. And he seems like a promising pick. Yeah, could be. He's just if gonna... he sucks, then that means that the, the scouting has failed. You know what would be, like you know be kind of awesome? If Sweeney gets fired and then Lysel ends up being a fucking stud. <laughs> True. How great would that be? What if he trades Lysel? Oh, and he ends up being an absolute stud in yeah. the team. Well, that that's what that that's happening. more likely to happen is Sweeney doesn't get fired, trades Lysel for um, in three years for a uh, a broken down Victor Hedman, uh, and uh, Lysel ends up being the next fucking Connor McDavid. True. <laughs> I, I, I was just about to say to you, I was like, I was like, hey. Hey, listen, do, do, I wouldn't even put it past him this year. The trade deadline, the trade for I don't know who's a who's an old stiff out there that's clearly out of their primes, but used to be like a really star player. Lucic. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, we are watching him McCaffrey, right? Talk about keeping the band, line. bringing the band yo, back together. Yo, myself, Lucic, come on, fair trade, come on, straight up. Like, I, I'll I, even... I, I wouldn't put it past him. I wouldn't put it past him. Uh, he would probably do that. All right, you, you don't want it. Maybe in Lysel, a Lysel in a second round of a luch. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, gee, oh, uh, I don't know. Jesus, I don't even know. Christ, um, like that's just some of the like the stupid shit just, you could see happening. Boneheaded crap. It really is. Oh, Joe Thornton. There you go. Yeah, Here's the guy. Joe Thornton. Yeah, let's bring him back home. Yeah, his favorite life sound on next year's first round pick. Let's bring Joe Thornton back home where he was drafted. He's bound to pop out of the page. Yeah, he'll be thrilled to come back to the place where he got the phone call in the middle of a, a dinner with his fiance or his wife at the time, and just got up and left because he had to go pack and move all the way across the country. Unbelievable. <laughs> He's gonna be thrilled about that move. Oh yeah, Hambo with Phil Kessel. Oh, how about that one? That's another name out there. I mean, at least oh, Phil, Phil Kessel, Kessel will bring the hot dog vendor. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing, you know. Get the Fenway Franks down here, he'd be swallowing them whole before you know it. You could get off cheap. <laughs> I think they have a deal with KM. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crap. you know, Dave. Uh, they give him that Rodriguez guy from P- P- Pittsburgh. Dude, I want that guy just so I can get his jersey. That's it. <laughs> Spells it exactly yeah, like that, I that do. Yeah, that become a our future. And, and if not, I, I might just end up, if he, the guy looks like he's going to retire or fall off the map, I might just have to figure out if I want a <laughs> Buffalo jersey or his Pittsburgh jersey <laughs> and go back and get that. Love it. Oh, man. All right, I've run out of bullshit to spew. You guys got anything else? Not really, no. Uh, I, I think... Uh, 
fire. Let's see. Our, our usual end. Fire Sweeney, fire Neely. <laughs> Not a fire thousand percent on fire everyone. Cassidy yet. But I'm getting there because it's taken three there. years to call out that yeah, top line. Yep. Uh, let's see what else. Um, Jimmy, you're wrong about McAvoy, uh, and I don't care what their record is. You're still wrong about the Florida Panthers, Jimmy. I know you. <laughs> I know you don't listen to the show if you're not here, Jimmy. But I'm telling you, uh, I, I I hope your date is wearing her McAvoy uh, full-on Halloween costume. Um, what else? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, Jimmy, we did miss you. Um, I, we hope you had a good date. Uh, oh, by the way, Jimmy uh, McAvoy is the number nine defenseman for fantasy points this year. Just saying, although number eight is friggin' Tony D'Angelo, who I think was basically out of the league last year. So maybe you might have a point, Jimmy. Now, now we'll find out if matter. he listens. No, but you know what? If he does listen, all, all I have to say is, Jimmy, as far as the McAvoy thing goes, uh, ne- next time we talk, guys, I promise I'll have some stats to rub in his face about McAvoy. So, uh, you know, it's just uh, maybe maybe he, like uh, Mac- McAvoy bullied him or something like that. I don't know. Could have happened. He's just got a bias. Grouch your state. Mm, could happen. All right, guys. Happy yeah. Thanksgiving. Quick favorite dessert of all time for Thanksgiving. Mm. I'll let Justin go first. Oh, Tyler, I was going to say, you go first. It wasn't I, I even know. quick. It's fucking apple pie, guys. Come on. Apple pie? <laughs> oh, man, no, because I'm trying to think of what I had. I will say my mom made this delicious. It was like a it was like a chocolate, like not, not like a chocolate cake pie. It was like a chocolate fudge, fudge pie, kind of. Mm-hmm. She made it one year. It was like in the chocolate, just like melt in your mouth. It was just... Oh my gosh! I talk about like sex in your mouth. It was just an amazing ending to a Thanksgiving. <laughs> I think oh they call that a blowjob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not the dessert, the description. <laughs> oh man. What about you, yeah. Tyler? Well, we don't really have dessert for our Thanksgiving. We just have like this cranberry sauce. We just add. And no, so I guess I should go with that because it is pretty good. Okay, cool. Everybody, yeah. hey, listen, everybody's got their own thing. I, I love apple pie. I love me a nice piece of warm apple pie. Sometimes a little scoop of vanilla ice cream. Yeah, they ever make a chocolate cake? Yeah. Uh, that will automatically be my, be my favorite Thanksgiving dessert I ever had. I used I to, I used to make a lot of a chocolate truffle for like family gatherings. I take uh chocolate cake, chocolate pudding, and then whipped cream. Uh, sometimes I'd mix it all together and make a mousse in there too, and just mm. layer it. Like a like yeah. a parfait. Oh, it's friggin' oh, delicious. Good. Oh man. Yeah. Oh. So, all right, guys. Um, don't eat too much on Thursday, uh, and don't drink too much Wednesday night, especially if you're driving. Absolutely. All right. Happy Thanksgiving, yeah. guys. This has been the Boston Bee Party. I'm Dave Rodriguez, Tyler Scales, Justin Ventola. See, I only fuck it up when Jimmy's here. <laughs> it's a trend, Dave. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Number 47 for Boston. Both guys, five minutes each for fighting. Yeah.